This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, October 9, 2016. The Gospel is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. The message is by Father Ron Baird. In today's Gospel reading, we have the healing of the ten lepers. It's an interesting story. Jesus is traveling from Galilee, which is up where Capernaum is, where his home base was, down towards Jerusalem. And as he's walking, he has two options on how to go. Most often, the Jews would follow the Jordan River down on the eastern side of the country. But he chose, in this case, to walk through Samaria. Now, Samaria was not a place that Jews generally walked because Samaritan Jews did not get along at all. And it was a good place to get mugged. Um, but he chose to walk down that way. And as he's walking, there were ten lepers who see him, and having heard of his reputation, they cry out from afar for Jesus to heal them. Now the reason why they're crying out from afar is that the law says that anyone with leprosy must stay at least 20 yards away from any person, because they believed it was highly contagious. And so if they were caught getting nearer to that than someone, nearer to someone than that, then they could be executed. So they didn't want to get very close. So they would cry out. And if people would walk towards them, they were supposed to yell, get away, get away, leper, leper, um, because they were so contagious in their mind. Now we know that leprosy isn't contagious at all. So it's kind of odd that they did that for so long. But as they're crying out, Jesus says to them from afar still, go and show yourselves to the priest. Seems like an odd thing to tell them, doesn't it? Can you imagine if you had to go and show me everything every time you got a wart removed or something? That'd be kind of odd. But the law said that anyone who had been cured of leprosy had to go and show themselves to the priest to be declared clean. Otherwise, they would still be considered a leper and could not go anywhere. So they had to get a piece of paper from the priest that said that they no longer had leprosy. We don't have any stories of that in Scripture other than the miracles where people were cured of it. So we don't know if the priests were very busy or not. But he says, go and show yourselves to the priest. Because that would be when they would be made clean. And on the way, as they're going towards Jerusalem, it says that um, they suddenly looked down and they were healed. Their hands were restored had they been eaten away by the leprosy. The scales had all fallen off. And they were restored back to who they originally were. And All of them must have been very excited about this, but only one goes back to see Jesus. And that person turns around and runs back to Jesus, and it says he falls at his feet prostrate. Now, the only time anybody falls prostrate at somebody's feet is if you are um, before a king or if you're worshiping a god. So this is a pretty profound thing for this person to do. Now, what's even more profound about it is that out of the ten... One of them was a Samaritan, and he's the one who came back. The nine Jews didn't. Where do you suppose they went? Hmm? Celebrating? Well, probably they were still going to see the priest, because that's what they were told to do, wasn't it? And that's what they have to do to be declared clean. Isn't it interesting, though, that the Samaritan turns back? Now, the Samaritan turning back really isn't that odd because if he had walked into Jerusalem, he could have gotten beaten up because they didn't want to see a Samaritan anyway. And so he goes back to the source of his healing, to Jesus. 
And yet Jesus still says, where are the other nine? Is there none of them who come to give praise to God except for this foreigner? So what is it that Jesus is trying to tell his disciples and us in this lesson? Well, I think he's telling us that we need to develop an attitude of gratitude. All too often in the world, we get healed of things or we have things happen to us, or God answers prayers, and, and we really are thankful about that at the moment. And then life goes on, and we forget all about it. And it becomes sort of a thing with God about, what have you done for me lately? I mean, if you think about it, the mere fact that you survived childbirth is really something. Because a lot of people, you know, 200 years ago, didn't survive childbirth, both the mothers and the children. You know, the fact that God gave you air to breathe. You know, the fact that you live in a country that is as prosperous as the United States is incredible. Most people in the world can't imagine living the life of luxury that the poorest of us live. And yet, here we are. Did we do anything to deserve to be born here? Did we do anything to deserve to survive childbirth? It was just given to us. It was grace. And yet, all too often, we go about our lives thinking, well, that's just the way it is. Bishop Thompson was um, Bishop of Southern Ohio um, a while back. He's died a number of years ago. But he had a son whose name was Owen. It's kind of a funny story because Owen is now an Episcopal priest. But um, when he, Owen was about 14 or 15, he got into a big argument with Bishop Thompson. And they're yelling at each other. And so finally, Owen says, well, I didn't ask to be born. And Bishop Thompson looked at him and said, and it's a good thing too, because I would have said no. <laughs> but a lot of us have that kind of attitude, don't we, towards God? Well, I didn't ask to be put here on earth. And yet, here we are. And some of us have been fortunate enough even to have God answer our prayers and to do wonderful things for us. And at the time, we're all excited and we really are firm believers in God. But then time goes on and that gets to be sort of old news, doesn't it? And we begin to be less and less grateful. And instead what we do is we start focusing on the problems of life. Very often I think that we're very much like adolescents, you know, in our relationship to God. We treat God the way adolescents treat parents. You know, that kind of... Y'all know that one? <sighs> We're such a pain. I remember how dumb my father was. When I was a teenager, my father was the stupidest person on the planet. I couldn't believe that anybody could be that dumb as he was. And it was amazing how wise he got over the next 10 or 15 years. I mean, he, he just really bloomed. It was amazing. He was brilliant by the time I got to be 25. <laughs> but somehow or other, we tend to forget to take an attitude of gratitude. We tend to forget that everything in life is gift. It's a gift given by God. You know, uh, the fact that we are educated is a gift. You know, the fact that we have a place to live is a gift. The fact that we have a job is a gift. And if we live out our lives gratefully, then we're always excited about the wondrous gifts that God gives us every day. But too many of us begin to live out an attitude of entitlement. You know, like Owen did, Bishop Thompson's son. I didn't ask to be born. 
You know, God created us here, so He has an obligation to us. You know, He needs to make our life good. Does He? Not really. You know, the truth is, is that God gives us gifts all the time, and we're so busy accepting them that we don't bother to thank Him. We don't live out our lives in appreciation for what He does, much less for what we do for one another. Instead, what we do with our lives is we live out our lives thinking about all the problems that there are. You know, be it you know, financial distress or illness or you know, a calamity of some sort or relational problems. Why can't God fix this? We want to know. Well, even if he fixed it, would it make any difference? Or would we be like the nine lepers that Jesus never saw again? We just kind of go on our way. See, the truth is about those ten lepers was that ten of them were healed, but only one of them was saved. Because only one of them recognized the source from which the healing came. And I, I think that what Jesus is telling us in today's gospel lesson is, is to challenge us to wake up every morning to live our lives in gratitude. In gratitude for the small blessings that come upon us during the day. And to not fret about the problems that may come upon us in that day. Because when you know who is the Lord of the universe, then you know who wins. So what difference do the small problems make, really, in the long run? Are they worth getting that bent out of shape about? Probably not. I can remember when I was in um, Louisville as a layperson. I was a senior warden, and uh, Willie Pratt um, was a junior warden. And every vestry meeting for four months, we had an argument that would go on to like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Fun vestry meetings, huh? Do um, you know what the argument was over? what color the carpet should be. And, and I look back on those days and I think, how stupid was I that I thought the color of the carpet was the, of primary importance in the salvation of the people and the souls of our church. Looking back, I think that wasn't really very important at all. As a matter of fact, it wasn't important at all. And yet, I was perfectly willing to keep everybody there until 12.30 or 1 o'clock over and over and over again. You know, not in a conscious kind of way, but in an unconscious kind of way. Too often we live out our lives just like that, not conscious of the gifts that we are being given all the time. And when we do that, it not only doesn't give glory to God, but it doesn't make us happy either. The truth is, is that the more we ignore the small gifts of life and the more we focus on the problems of life, the more miserable we become. You know, it's amazing. If I decide that there's something wrong with you, do you know I could find something? If that's what I want to look for? But the opposite is true too. If I decide there is something wondrous about you and choose to look for it, I can find it. It's all a matter of our attitude and how it is that we approach life. So how are you approaching life? Do you have an attitude of entitlement? You know, do you deserve to be here? Do you deserve to be the center of your universe? Or do you have an attitude of gratitude? Do you realize that even the smallest blessings that come upon you are the gifts of God? The difference in that attitude is not only the difference in your happiness, but it's also the difference in your salvation. 
Amen. You have been listening to Come and See. Come and See is a production of St. Andrew's Church in Lewis Center, Ohio. St. Andrew's is also available online at www.standrewspolaris.org. Please join us again when we invite you to come and see.